When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's Odds and End Zones. A podcast feature of MileHighReport.com. From props to parlays to totals and spreads, it's time to sweat it out. Here are your hosts, Ian St. Clair and Adam Malnati. Adam, going forward, this will now be a CU Buffs football podcast. Prime time. I love it. Bring me some of that, Dion. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing to talk about with the Broncos. No. And, and, until they give us a reason to talk about them, we should actually talk about a team that's generating excitement. Yeah, and I actually am going to tell you you're not allowed to say go abs at the end of the podcast anymore. Uh, too many injuries, so I, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, Avs fans who listen to us will be appreciative of the fact that you don't say that anymore because I think you're causing too many injuries. I, I have to say, that is ridiculous. It's insane. like the the amount of guys that the Avs have on IR right now, or at least not playing, is a freaking all star team. It just means they're going to be dangerous when everybody comes back, but it 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 doesn't yeah, feel good right exactly. now. I you know what I will also I'll take a little bit of the blame as well. I told you I had a five dollar free bet I had to I had to use it was going to expire. What did I do? I put it on the Abs to win the Stanley Cup. So I'm also sorry. Uh, I I you and I have been tossing bad juju in the direction of the Abs, and we'll we'll stop doing that now, um, and we'll, we'll we'll turn our attention to CU because they're not playing right now, so we can talk about Neon Dion prime time Sanders you know I have to say real quick yeah you mentioned the abs some of the sports books have them at plus 500 mm-hmm. that's a really good number mm-hmm. I would look to see as with this insane amount of injuries 
look to see if that number can get a little bit higher because you mentioned it. This, I, I, I will go, I know this is a Broncos podcast, but I'm going to say this. When these guys come back with what this team did last year or last season, this is going to be a very dangerous hockey team. And that's before they make any trades for a potential second line center. I've thrown out the name and Pierre Brun threw this out a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, who's basically like the Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport for the NHL. He's the national Canadian and American NHL insider throughout Jonathan Taves as a potential target for a second line center for the Avs. So I would keep an eye on that number at DraftKings. Some of the other books have it at 450. See That's if that number I jumps. I got it at 450, but I couldn't wait. The number, the 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 money was expiring, so I had to jump on it. And you're right; I was a little bummed because I feel like that's going to continue to go up. Uh, and then, and it'll be a very good number because this team, they're going to be able to survive. It may not; they may not be the the top seed in the Central Division, but they're going to be in the playoffs. They get in the playoffs. This team is going to be incredibly dangerous, especially when you consider the damage they did on the road last year absolutely as you can tell if you're listening to this and you're waiting for us to talk about the broncos we don't wanna like we we really as we head into what is this week 14 and the broncos have been flexed out of the sunday night game the thank you thank you thank you the national football league and nbc said yeah we know that patrick mahomes is the uh the guy who's probably gonna win the mvp but we still don't want to feature him because it would mean having to watch the denver broncos and the NFL has subjected us enough to primetime Broncos games. So I, I, I'm fine with this prime flex. Primetime. Primetime. There he is, Dion, again. So you know it's it's still there. But it it is really – heading into this game is, is daunting. It's a daunting task, I think, for us to talk about what's going to happen. Because if you look back a week, and I know that we don't do a lot of uh, recaps because that's not how the show works anymore. But just looking at – how the Broncos lost to the Ravens and throw out the whole, well, they don't travel East. Well, and East coast morning game, blah, blah, blah. And we've That's had true when they had good teams and we had that, we've had that conversation and now we can just ignore that. They scored, they scored nine, nine points in a Which national league, in a national football league game in an era when throwing the football is encouraged when Points on the board is constant. And the, this Denver Broncos offense is so bad. They are historically bad. You know, you talk about exchange rates and you talk about eras. And like I, I kind of liken it to the idea of when you talk about how much a dollar was worth in 1900 and how much that dollar is worth today, the spending power of it, right? One dollar back then was worth $35 today, something like that, right? The amount of points that you should be scoring in this NFL and the amount of point the Broncos are score, are scoring 1900 points as in like the year 1900 and the rest of the league is out here living in 2022 it is and somebody's going to say well the NFL didn't exist in 1900 i know that that's not what i'm talking about it it's like watching uh you know an army navy game from 1945 when they you know ran the wishbone and scored 8 points and it was like oh you won 8 to 7 right i mean that, that's that's what this is what an insult to Army Navy! I know. Games I apologize. Forty-five. Which, by the way, if you're going to watch a rivalry game, that that's coming up as well. One of the best. So, uh, you know, big big time. I, I, I'll say this right now: this offense wouldn't work in the 1940s. No. 
No, no, it wouldn't. This, this off, I mean, they may still score like nine points, but it still wouldn't be effective. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And and let's all stop. Like, I'm not. A, I'm I'm really disappointed in Brandon McManus right now, and and I get that. And it is frustrating to watch him sort of try and convince coaches that he can hit a 65 yarder and then watch him just miss a 65 yarder. I get all that. You want to, you want to get on Brandon McManus, do that. If, if your focus on the reason this team lost is because Brandon McManus couldn't kick a 60 yard field goal, your, your ire is pointed in the wrong direction. It doesn't matter what Brandon McManus can and can't do because the rest of the offense is so bad. And as they head into this game against the chiefs, this Kansas City Chiefs team that is far and away, in my opinion, the favorite to go to the Super Bowl from the AFC. And I'm including the Bills in that. And I was super high on the Bills earlier this year. If if you aren't looking at this game and thinking to yourself, oh my God, this is going to be bad. I, I, you're not paying attention. You're not paying attention. And consider this. I did my five questions with Arrowhead Pride. The Chiefs view the Bengals as their real rival now. Patrick Mahomes hasn't beat Joe Burrow. And now they're going to come to Denver after that three-point loss in Cincinnati? And people think the Broncos, because it's a, a divisional game, they think the Broncos have a shot? No. 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 And can we stop this covering thing? The line is only nine. This should be closer to 14. I cannot believe this line is at nine. That is crazy to me. How on any earth is the risk room sitting there saying, well, I don't know. I I think this Broncos offense is going to be able to move the ball with an interior offensive line with all three guys who couldn't block Chris Jones. And now they're going to be without Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy with his brick hands, if he's even on the field. I mean, oh, how no. is this line not closer to 14? I, uh, I, 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 I don't know if the risk room is completely off on this, but is it about, are they trying to induce action? I don't see how that induces action. Because it's all going to be on the Chiefs. Yeah. By the time you move it to where it should be, it's going to be too late. Perhaps perhaps they're looking at this as the proverbial trap game uh where the Chiefs would would uh be looking <laughs> ahead. You know, you know the old trap game. And and I think had they beat Cincinnati, I would agree with that. That I would say, "Yep, this is a trap game." And uh I wouldn't have picked the Broncos to win, but I would have picked them to cover. And and we'll get to to what I said in my keys to the game here in a second. But but I, I do think there is a certain amount of, well, this is a trap game because the Broncos are an easy win. If you're the Chiefs, you look at them and go, okay, well, Broncos country, let's ride, whatever, right? Uh, right and and the, I know I said it, let's it, ride. Right off the cliff. Yeah, right, right off a cliff is, is the right way to say that. But, uh, you know, just looking at my keys to the game, and, I, and I'll just jump into the keys so we can kind of move it forward here. They lost their revenge game against the Bengals. The Chiefs had an opportunity to beat the Bengals and they didn't. And so instead, they're going to take their anger out on this very bad Denver Broncos team. Injuries up and down the place. The special teams has fallen off. The offense has been terrible all year. Uh, it, it, uh, it, it ain't going to happen. And so what's my key to the game? 
lean on the defense, hope that they can hold the Chiefs to a lower number than what they probably should score, and, and pray for a cover. You're, you're, you're really just rooting for the Broncos to cover. Now, covering at nine, I, I don't, I'm not seeing it. I re, I'm really not. But, you know, you never know. Maybe the Chiefs play mostly, mostly second stringers in the second half, and you get some garbage time scores, perhaps, uh, and, and they do cover. But, but that's really what you're rooting for here. So, key to the game, I don't know, duck. <laughs> get out of the way. Don't get hurt. <laughs> there you go. And my key to the game is not get too embarrassed. And that might be asking a lot. I mean, it may not be as bad as Colts Cowboys, but the Broncos did lose to the Colts. Yeah, they did. Yes, yes, they did. I I want to be able to be positive, right? No. There are people no. that will say, "Wow, well, you're too we're negative. On, we're on, Everything's we're on, negative." We're on six years yeah. of this. Yeah, I am tired of saying the same thing. I'm tired of this, and I, I'm going to say something that I and I think I mentioned it on the podcast last week, and I wrote about it for Horse Tracks on Sunday before the game. The time for excuses is gone. The time for talking is done. I don't want to hear a goddamn thing out of George Penner's or Greg Penner's mouth or George Payton. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear how this is our number one priority. We are, we are strived to turn this franchise around. It is our goal to get it back to where everyone wants it to be. Actions speak louder than words. I'm don't, I don't want to hear empty promises. I don't want to hear empty words. All of it is empty. It's hollow. It means nothing. If you want to get sunshine blown up your ass about this horrible franchise, there's a network in Denver that you can listen to. That's, it's the e- that's the point. It's, it, it's the easy way to keep doing this the way it's been going for six years. That's easy. It's hard to make the decisions that we want to get rid of this losing culture, which is why I am still pissed off that Nathaniel Hackett, the Swedish chef of derpity, derp, 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 of head coaching in the National Football League is still the head coach of the Nation- of the Denver Broncos because that does nothing to remove the losing culture in that locker room or change it or start to change it or at least attempt to change it. We've heard the phrase it's about accountability. We've heard it we've it's become a it's it's become almost as synonymous with Broncos failure as Broncos country let's ride, right? I mean it's it is the same it, to me, it's it's almost the same exact uh, phrase. It, it starts with accountability, and it starts with me. Well, if it starts with accountability, and it starts with the head coach, because that's what he keeps saying, it, it's time for the head coach to go. And I, I don't want to keep doing this conversation on the podcast because I, I enjoy talking about other aspects of the game and other aspects of the team. But until he's gone, there's nothing else to talk about. There's nothing else to discuss. And, and you bring up a really good point. You have the Walton Penner group, which again, in my mind is these are, these are people who have won at business and are competitive and they are the, the robber barons of their day, right? These are business tycoons that have stolen, uh, you, you know, their wealth by creating this, 
they've exploited the system. They've done everything they can. They've used all of the business practices that you can use to legally and probably sometimes illegally crush the competition. And, and I know that I'm, you know, maybe getting into my, my history teacher self here, but these are the robber barons of their day. And they have all the money in the world. They have more money than God, more money than any owner in the NFL. And it wouldn't cost them hardly anything to say, we're going to pay, we're going to buy you out. We're going to move on and we're going to throw a stupid amount of money at a head coach that can come in and stabilize this. And I, I am going to start advocating for the hiring of Sean Payton. I, I am, I am done with the whole, well, he's going to Dallas BS. You're telling me that the, the Walter whoever you're telling me that the Walter Penner, Penner, Walton Penner group can't look at whoever owns his contract. I know it's new Orleans and say, we're going to buy you out. We're going to give you the money that's necessary to give us Sean Payton. And we're going to pay Sean Payton a stupid amount of money. So the problem is uh, real quick. They don't have the draft picks to trade to new Orleans. So what? You, you're telling me that the the owners in New Orleans wouldn't wouldn't take just a stupid amount of money. I know they're also dumb rich and and don't need it. I I mean, seriously, I, I I get all that. I, we're 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 talking about people who live in a different stratosphere than we do. They are they are outside of the realm of what we can comprehend when it comes to money. And I, and I understand that. And that that's a whole other conversation for another day. But you're telling me that the Walton Penner Group can't focus on somebody and say, this is the best person for the job. We're going to go get that person. I, I give them, give them some draft picks. I don't know. I, whatever it takes, do something, do something. And, but it does, you're right. It has to start with saying, we're going to fire Nathaniel Hackett today because he has been so bad. And this was a mistake. You look at George Payton and you go, look, you missed on this. He's had, he's had good drafts. He's been okay. I, you know, I, I want to be excited about him. He made a trade that 999.9% of the time everybody makes. And that is more than 100%, meaning everybody makes that trade every single time because we believed that Russell Wilson was a great quarterback and it was going to make this team good. The trade hasn't been what we wanted it to be because the head coach has sucked and because Russell Wilson has sucked. You can't get rid of Russell Wilson. You handed him the key to the castle. You've given him the Ferrari. He's the one who's driving it. But you can certainly get rid of the guy who's in charge of the upkeep on the Ferrari because he keeps putting in the wrong gas. <laughs> he thinks it's an electric vehicle, but it requires, you know, petrol, as the British might say. They would say it. Actually, that's what they say. They don't say gas. They say petrol. I don't know Crisps. why that matters. It doesn't. It, none of it matters. And that's the point. Crisps, boots. Crisps, lift. Flat. You know, whatever. None of it matters. None of it matters until Nathaniel Hackett is gone. Nothing this team does moving forward. Not a single thing matters until Nathaniel Hackett is gone. And here's the thing I'm most terrified of. He gets a couple of, like, consolation wins that make it look like maybe he knows what he's doing. And they go, well, maybe we should just, you know, see what happens next year. I'm terrified of that possibility. They can't be that stupid. Well, and there's no way it would, but they're not going to, they're not going to get another win on the schedule. 
I'm going to advocate. I'm going to advocate. Crazy schedule. I'm going to advocate for Dan Quinn. Fine. Because I think he can be the John Fox that the Broncos needed after the Josh McDaniels catastrophe. Just like John Fox, Dan Quinn will be in his second tenure as a head coach. He will have had the experience. He's a defensive mind. He's an old school guy, I think. Went to a Super Bowl. Went to a Super Bowl. And then bring in either Daryl Bevel or Brian Schottenheimer as an offensive coordinator for Russell Wilson because both of them have worked with Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson was effective in both of those offenses. And I get it. There's talk about how Schottenheimer and Wilson didn't get along because Wilson didn't like him. Tell him to get the F over it. But that would be what I would do. And you keep a Jiro Evero as the defensive coordinator to work with Dan Quinn. A, a guy who has the best defense in football with the Cowboys, bringing him in to work with a Jiro Evero. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm in. I'm in on that. I totally am. And I'm fine with that too. But we we have to see, as fans, we have to see something change before the end of the season. Or, or else there's 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 going to be a, a, a mutiny of sorts. I mean, fans are jumping ship as it is. Like, I, I, I struggle even turning the games on. I, I it's, it's not even, a, and I, and I do, I watch them. I, I go back and watch them if I can't watch them. Cause I want to see so that I can talk about, you know, it's cause it's what I do, right? This is one of the things that we do, but it is, it is a struggle to turn the game on. It's a struggle to say, okay, I'm going to sit down and sit. I'm going to sit through this because it's what I'm supposed to do so I can talk about it intelligently. I, I don't want to. I'm going to say something that I never thought I would say. Sell your tickets to the opposing team. Oh, a la turn, the 2005 AFC Championship game. Turn Mile High into Arrowhead West. Send a message to the ownership group that we're not going to support this. You still got the money for it. But I sold my tickets for below face value, and now it's being sat in by a Chiefs fan. You want to send a message to the ownership group that this isn't going to be tolerated anymore? Sell your tickets to the opposing team's fans. Don't I, the no shows? Fine. Sell it to the other team. At least get something out of it and send a message at the same time. You know, it's it's interesting. I uh, living in the Chicagoland area, I remember prior to the Cubs winning the World Series in 2016, that was something that people talked about all the time was how nothing was going to change until people stopped showing up. People go to Wrigley Field because it's Wrigley Field. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's not necessarily what happens in Denver, right? Don't Nobody goes to Mile High Stadium because it's Mile High Stadium. That's, that's they not what they They would have do. if it was still Mile High Stadium. Sure, I understand that. But they do they do show up because it is that's what you do if you if you live in Denver or Colorado or in the region and you can get to Mile High on a Sunday, that's where you go. And now is the time to say, yeah, I'm not going to go there, not going to do it. And if you have season tickets, like you said, sell them. And I know don't they track that? Isn't there a potential to lose your season tickets and? They can take them because you sold them or whatever. I, I feel like that has happened in the past as well. But 
would you really want to keep them at this point? I mean, at this point, do you really want them? And I know somebody's on a waiting list going, yeah, sell them, get rid of them. You know, I get that. That's totally understandable. I'm not on that waiting list and I don't care. I, I watch them from the, the comfort of my home and it sucks. And I'm tired of, I'm tired of it. We're we on ha- six years of this. We, the we Broncos have- are guaranteed to have their sixth straight losing season. Woody Page pointed this out. No Broncos team in the history of this organization has lost 13 or 14 games. That is going to happen this year. It is going to be worse than anything that fans saw in the 1960s, early 70s. It's going to be worse than anything Josh McDaniels did. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. I bring up the old man. Uh, he, he gets a kick out of getting, getting talked about on the show. Um, and I, I'm going to bring it up now. He is, he has said, this is the worst, this is the worst team he's ever seen. He lived through the sixties. He lived through the seventies. He was, he was around for the inept feckless Denver Broncos that, that just were horrible when they first became the Denver Broncos. And he said, this is the worst team that he's ever seen. I, I, worst, no head argument. Coach, worst head coach he's ever seen. No argument. But that's not enough it's not. to remove him as apparently. the head coach. Yeah, apparently. Because, because, not, because there's no need. What what do you get out of it? It's not like college football. But it, what a stupid argument. What a dumb thing to say. I'm sorry. If if you're if you are legitimately, I I don't believe anybody who says that actually believes it. We've heard we've heard it. We've seen it on Twitter. We've seen people who are uh, mouthpieces for the organization say it. It doesn't accomplish anything. BS. I'm calling BS. I don't believe they believe it when they say it, and I don't believe it when they say it. It does make a difference. It does. A- ask the Raiders from last year when they got rid of John Gruden and w- what's his name Biasca came in and they played well the rest of the season. Just saying, just putting it out. Look at the Carolina Panthers. They seem to be doing okay. Who just beat the Denver Broncos with Sam Darnold. (sighs) Should we do score predictions? (laughs) I'm not, I don't, I don't have any players for you to watch. I don't There's care. nobody, especially on offense. I, I don't have a bold prediction. I don't nope. care. I can't don't do care. it. So not worth it. We'll just we'll do our score predictions, I suppose. I, I do have one. It is. The I, I will say to get back to the betting, the under is going to hit again, yeah, guaranteed, the because the number currently at DraftKings is forty three and a half. Insane. That's too high. Even if the Chiefs score thirteen points. If the Broncos somehow get 13, it would still hit because it's 43 and a half. Yeah, it ain't happening. It ain't, it ain't happening. I didn't realize it was. The that under high. is 11 and one. And there was times where the number was 35. The Broncos just played a game where there were 19 points scored. 19. 19 total. 19 for each team. 10 to 9. There were five. Five, one, two, three, four, five. One hands worth of scores total. Think about that. And four the of World them were Cup field goals. Four field goals in a game. But the World Cup is boring. <laughs> well, Bronco games are boring. So, you know, but I, I enjoy the World Cup, so I'm not getting into that. All right. I'm going to do my score prediction 28 3 Chiefs. I, I think 
I think, again, there's only five scores. Five, one, two, three, four, five, one hand. But I think four of them are touchdowns by the Chiefs. And and selfishly, as a Travis Kelsey owner, could all four of them be touchdowns to Travis Kelsey? That would be pretty sweet. Yes, because this defense is not going to cover can't him. can't cover a tight end. They can't cover Travis Kelsey. No. My score prediction is 27-13 because of a garbage time touchdown. Oh, because that's what be happens. Nice. that's what happens with Steve Spagnuolo's defenses. They give up garbage time touchdowns. So it'll be 27 to 6. But the Broncos will get a garbage time touchdown like they did against the Panthers a couple weeks ago. And they may take 15 attempts from the 1-yard line. Yeah. It's what it took against the Panthers, so I could totally see that. Um all right, let's uh let's let's talk about better things, happier things. Should we do it? Well, let's look at the AFC West, do our whip around the league. Is that sure? Why not? We we just covered I, half the AFC West. Don't look now, but the Raiders could be a potential playoff team. Could you could you imagine? So I can I toot my own horn? Can I am I allowed to? Did I not say last week that this is the type of game the Chargers would lose? We both did. We we both tra- talked about the Chargers chargering, and they chargered so charger hard. Oh my god, they chargered their way into that loss. How how are you going to lose to the Raiders? They uh, did. Unless you're the Broncos. That, you know, Broncos yeah. lose to everybody apparently. But yeah, they they could be a playoff team. I don't see it. Uh but I do think that I the do Chargers think, won't be. No. I don't I do think the Raiders beat the the Rams this week. Um it's a Thursday night game. I I, I don't even know who the quarterback's going to be. Is it going to be Baker? <laughs> you would think. Is that what they're going to do? Like they're going to be dangerous. Yeah, go go on out there and see what happens. You, you don't get to throw to Cooper Cup still, but, you know, whatever. He I, wouldn't be able to if he was there. Couldn't see him. He's too short. Oh, terrible. See, now we're doing short jokes. No, I, I think the Raiders win this week, and I yes. don't like it. Uh, I wish it would stop happening. Um, Dolphins beat the Chargers. Yeah, I think the Dolphins beat the Chargers in a in a that West will Coast end home the, game for the Dolphins, and it will end. That will Brandon be the, the end of the Chargers. Yeah, they'll be done, and Staley will be out. I think that that's the only logical response there. You want the so the, uh, looking at DraftKings, and this is this has been talked about a few times. The Lions are favored over the Vikings. I, the Vikings are the number two seed in the NFC, I, I, so I, I and don't the Lions that. are favored. Is there? I mean, is it really that like? That can't be true, right? That that somebody made a mistake. There's, right? Like it's, it feels odd to me that that's. The Lions are legit, man. I mean, they Dan Campbell has turned that team. You want to talk about changing a losing culture? Dan Campbell has done it. Does he want to be the head coach of the Broncos? Would that be? Would that? Would he be okay with that? Like maybe you know, just move south a little bit. You know, Denver, Detroit, very similar. Uh, as far as like, you know, one starts with a D, so does the other. I don't know. I'm just D E. Yeah, I'm just, you know, no, probably not. All right, whatever. Stay, stay in Detroit. I don't give a crap. But that is that is interesting. I you know I I wouldn't I'm not picking the Lions to beat the Vikings there, personally. I will. But uh, you know, go for it. Yeah. You see what happens. You you know, it couldn't hurt. Um I don't know. I'm looking at the rest of the league here. San Francisco Tampa Bay is fascinating, especially since Jimmy Garoppolo has a broken foot. Yeah, it is. It's broken. But the thing about the San Francisco 49ers is they that offense is totally set on a game manager. With the weapons that Kyle Shanahan has in that offense and that defense, 
they really don't need anything out of their quarterback. You know, they just need to be able to hand it off or throw a screen pass. You you bring up a really good point. It almost feels like they wasted a draft pick on Trey Lance. Like they shouldn't they should have drafted Mac Jones. That was that's the guy that's going to manage the game. That's the guy they should have drafted. And I'm not, you know, when you go back and look at that draft, I, I don't care, wh- you know, what you think of, of who's a better football player. In fact, I probably would say I'd rather have, as a football player, I'd rather have Trey Lance. But as a, a game-managing quarterback, how did Kyle Shanahan not land on Mac Jones? It, 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 that, to me, is, is baffling in and of itself. But you're right. That is, a, that is a game that is interesting to note just because the Buccaneers are flying out west. Uh, you know, Tom Brady is still Tom Brady, although he struggles at times. They, I mean, they almost lost to New Orleans, probably should have lost to New Orleans. That'll be, a, that'll be an interesting game to watch. Um, well, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens here. Uh, that that's one I'm, I'm watching. Obviously Dolphins chargers. I think it'll be a fun game. I really do. Uh, and then Patriots Cardinals on Monday night. I couldn't care any less about that game. Don't care. Bills Jets Agreed. though, you got that. That could that's a game that wasn't supposed to be as interesting as it is going to be. I think the Bills win, but I think the spread at where it is at seven, I think that's too high. I I just, <laughs> I Robert Sala, continually this thing about having Zach Wilson maybe playing again. I, I just really like. I get you need to be able to talk up your second round milf hunter quarterback, but. Just throw out the term. Is that the? I think that is a ruling from the judges. It is. That's the first time we've used that term on the uh, podcast here. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Point for Ian. But come on. I mean, really. I mean, Mike White is not him. Like, no, no matter what. Right. No. But it's not going to be Zach Wilson either. So. You know. You know who should who the Jets should have drafted. Trey Lance. They should have drafted Justin Fields. That's who they should have drafted. Go, that too. When when people go back and look at that draft, they are going to realize that Justin Fields fell for no reason at all. And I'm not saying that he's going to be a great quarterback, but I guarantee the Bears are quite happy with what they have. Oh, absolutely. So, And to tie it around real quick, Pat Sertan better get it figured out. He's had three bad games in a row. Yeah, he's hitting a wall. I, I I agree. He's hitting a wall, but you're not wrong on that. You definitely better figure it out. Figure it out. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.